0: This is Amanda Celine Miller, the voice of Boruto and Sailor Jupiter, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we are back with two reviews, including the return of Virtual Fighter and Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown, and my replay review of Power Rangers Power of the Grid. SNK announces King of Fighters 15 is delayed until next year. E3 announces that a new awards show will be added to their big annual event, and all of the games that are coming out in June, I will talk about it all, all this and more. As ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select Start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. everybody and welcome back to another game filled episode of select start i am your host Xavier josiah back from the metaverse uh, as you may know if you've been hearing the last few episodes pr- up to the talk time live exclusive with amanda miller i have been saying that i am going to be a little bit out on hiatus trying to do a lot of things one of which is do the next series of panels for read pop under the metaverse banner and which will you All of you will get a chance to see next week. Uh, It'll be airing uh in the week of the 7th on to the 13th and i'll be doing a live stream with the one and only cast of sailor moon on june 9th so stay tuned for that you don't want to miss you don't want to miss any of that stuff i hosted panels with the cast of that time i got reincarnated as a slime the cast of bleach which was absolutely fantastic and a lot of fun to do and just recently sailor moon you'll get to see all of that next week as well but i am doing a live stream with that cast again and um if there's any indication of what you're gonna see from the previous panels we're gonna have a lot of fun those guys are absolutely great and i'm looking forward to being a part of that as well so stay tuned for that and much much more but i digress oh before i digress definitely i mentioned Amanda C. miller uh great opportunity to talk with her again on Talk talktime live exclusive thanks uh, to her coming back on the show. Really appreciate it. Always have a great time talking with the voice of Barto Sailor Jupiter, Joe from Kid Cosmic. I noticed on the uh, interview that I said just Netflix is cosmic, but you got to drift. And we got to talk about a lot of things, a lot of great things. And I got a, some great feedback from people saying how much they appreciated her, her openness, her uh, ability to be Transparent with everything that's going on in her world and everything that is in uh in the industry right now. So, uh, I and we got to talk of course some Sailor Moon talk as well. So, uh, I it was it's always awesome to have her on. I had her on. This is the third time I had her on the show, and she's been great every single time. So, uh, if you haven't checked it out, go out of your way and check it out. But. Thank you to all of our listeners from around the world who downloaded this episode and got us to the 25,000 download on Podbean. So thank you so very much for that as well. It's just been great. I uh, really appreciate the support. I really am glad that a lot of you are enjoying the content that we bring here on talk time live. So let's keep it moving. Let's keep talking gaming here. So there's where I have to say, I digress. Um, we got, a, we got a lot of the gaming news to talk about here. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. E3, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that it's coming up very soon. This, this is the, This is the biggest week, the biggest month of gaming of the year. This is the year, this is the time of the year when we actually have a lot of announcements and a lot of surprises thanks to E3. Uh, I expect no less coming, which, you know, it will be coming in June 15th. And along with that, They have announced that there will be an upcoming award ceremony that they're going to put together all virtual, of course, because of COVID and such. Everything is going to be virtual again. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, the E3 awards will be a smaller and yet more intimate affair in comparison to Jeff Keighley's annual game awards. Yet the president and CEO of ESA Stanley Pierre Lewis said that They are collaborating with editors of some of the world's leading video game media outlets to create the official E3 2021 award show, which is the same thing as what the Game Awards have done. Just under, the Game Awards started a small affair and then it got way bigger. So let's not be like, I, I like the fact that they mentioned that it's gonna be smaller to that of Jeff Keighley's annual Game Awards, but let's not forget, Jeff Keighley's award ceremony started small and it just gradually, gradually got bigger into what is now almost like it's version of the Grammys. It's version of the Oscars or the SAG awards or whatever like that. So like, this is the SAG awards or the, or the Oscars for the, for the game or for the gaming industry in a sense, um, who knows? And especially because of its E3, how big this is going to get and how much of, how much of a comp- competitive, uh, event this will be towards the game awards. I mean, they're doing the same exact thing, they're getting the same type of people. And it's funny that they mention this because I spoke about this with Amanda Miller in regards to and, and somebody in our Facebook group um, in regards to whether video games should be entered into the industry of the the os, the Oscars or the or not not to Oscars, but the Emmys or the uh SAG Awards because it's a huge production that consists of the same elements that Hollywood provides, you know, voice acting, uh, screenwriting, um, just a, a whole horde of things, production value, you know, presentation, a lot of the same things carries, just the medium's slightly different, but they use it. they're use they using the exact same actors that you would use for that. And the performances matter just as much, in my, in my opinion, you know, which it's not really an opinion, it's a fact. If you're using a, a, Angela Bassett, <laughs> for a video game uh and you're using her for a movie or a TV series what is the difference there is no difference she's doing she's put her on the same performances all around the board you're getting the same quality of performances from Angela Bassett that you're doing you know from a Call of Duty game that you're getting from 911 or that you're getting from you know whatever movie that she's been doing throughout her entire career so you know that i i you know i amanda to her credit she says she seen she sees both sides because she works in aea and she also um you know is a is from sag after so it, I, I i i would love to see them get a bigger prestige outside of the game awards i don't think that it should be i think everybody should get an understanding they should get people into the gaming industry into the committee of those um of those factors so but nonetheless i'm interested in seeing what e3 is going to do with their award ceremony uh in accordance to that because yeah the only reason why they're saying that in my opinion that they're saying that it's going to be smaller is because they are doing it virtually they have to do it virtually uh it may not be on a stage or whatever like that but they saying it's going to be some big surprises some big reveals and, uh, and again their whole format sounds like the game awards here so we'll see i'm looking forward to it. and it's going to be the last thing that they add on for their, for this show. So, uh, I am hyped for it. I'm excited for it because of the reveals and the surprises and you know, who they think is the best of whatever. So we'll see. We'll see what I am not looking forward to is talking about the game that I thought was actually going to be good. I'm not reviewing this in a sense because I only played the demo but just playing the demo, you kind of get an idea of what is going on with this game and that's World End Club. I don't know if any of you have purchased it or brought the demo, hopefully that you got the demo and played the demo before this, but I was looking to see if I wanted to get this. I like the character design to it. I like the character, um, you know, the uh, the art design for it. The character design looks pretty cool. Uh, It's really well dubbed and it looks, fairly interesting as some form of like thriller series for like a kid thriller series so i play this game and i realized how disappointed how disappointed i was in this game because it's very narrative heavy and lacks any action or gameplay at all and i was i I, i'm not joking when i say this i actually fell asleep playing this game (laughs) it was just it's boring i like I, i i like where the the narrative was going with this i like the voice acting i love the storytelling of it but it was like almost a half hour and i'm like where in the hell where where's the gameplay where's the gameplay in this so i even looked at other reviews of this and i normally don't do that i usually like to review things myself and then look at other reviews um but i looked at reviews before this and i'm like and noticed that uh quite a few of them or weren't too happy with this because of the same reason it was there it was it's kind of boring because they didn't break away from it was kind of my problem the problem with this game was also the problem i had with guilty gear uh guilty gear uh bro uh, what was xx because the story mode was just a story mode and you're waiting to fight it. You thought that this is going to be a kind of a nether realm studios type of format where you get storyline, you get narrative and then you get to get, you get the gameplay and then it goes back in the storyline. It did not give you that at all, which, you know, which became a common type of, you know, formula for NetherRealm realm and also Marvel. I mean, I'm not Marvel. Um, Capcom as well. They started doing that with street fighter five and, um, marvel versus capcom infinite you know say what you will about that game but they had a better storytelling format than this game has and it would guilty gear has gotten so i hope i hope the new guilty gear i pray that it doesn't just give us a story on this one that allows us to play the uh get in you know immersed in the game i hope they fix that part as well but we'll talk about a little bit of that in a minute so um yeah, I was fairly disappointed in this game and I'm not going to be interested in getting it after my experience with it and what other people are saying. So I, I I feel bad. I wish just, I wish they would have went about it a whole nother way or at least tell us in advance that this is going to be a narrative heavy type of game experience as well. It, it's like the only form of gameplay that you had in that game is that you, once the dialogue is done, you move on to the next area and then a whole new form of dialogue happens again. And it's like, okay, there's a lot of talking there's not enough action going on what is going on here what why what is going on so yeah it's unfortunate for them you know what else is unfortunate hang of fighters 15 being delayed until the first quarter of 2022 just announced today uh snk sent out a press release announcing its delay uh mostly due to covid 19 and if you don't know what's going on in japan right now it is unfortunate dire situations going on in terms of COVID right now, um, Japan is going through some stuff right now. They just had to close down and shut down the entire country again, because of what's going on with COVID and it, it is unfortunate. Um, they're not the vaccination percentage is nowhere near to the level of what we are here and America. And I'm very surprised at that. I'm extremely surprised at that almost disappointed in some sense because A lot of people put Japan in high regards as to being, you know, ahead of the schedule, ahead of its time, you know, in terms of maturity to some extent, you know, this is, this is uh, unfortunate. I like a lot of companies over there, like New Japan Pro Wrestling, game companies in general, they got to shut down production because they're now got to go back to square one in quarantine. Last time I I heard they were like 4% vaccinated, 4%. We're almost in 70 here in America. Okay. And since that time, it has been much better. People have been ever to a mask where the mandates have been taken down in here in Philly alone. Uh, and it's going to be continuing to be, you know, the mandate um, for mask and all that stuff is going to be changing ever so gradually as this, you know, within a month. I just went to Jersey with my wife and we, my wife went to Jersey with our dog to go to this dog beach. There is not one person in Jersey wearing a mask right now. Whereas we came back to Philly in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia is a little bit more cautious. They're still a little bit hesitant towards not wearing a mask or just, you know, wearing a mask in everywhere. But I find it very interesting that we go to Japan and it's just everything but. So the press release, uh, a message from King of Fighters producer Yuki Oda who says there are many fans who are anticipating the release of king of fighters 15 in 2021. However, at this point in time, we unfortunately have to announce that king of fighters 15 will now be launching in the first quarter of 2022. The development timeline we set out to reach in the beginning has been affected by the ever still rising causes of COVID-19 in Japan. We have uh, made the ultimate decision to end that, uh, the product's quality must come first and so that so with that decision comes an alternate uh an altered i should say release window we sincerely ask that your uh for your kind patience and understanding uh as our development teams continue to work hard on king of fighters as we draw closer to its release so there you have it i don't blame them at all it's not their fault to that extent uh they were on the road but You know people aren't doing what they need to for COVID. at the same time it's uh it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate because now this game which i was really anticipating but i was not talking about because they weren't giving too much real information about it they were just releasing who is going to be i thought their trailers their hype trailers were to me in my opinion the hype trailers to me was pointless to even talk about um and i say that because as a person who played king of fighters since 2004 i'm sorry not 2004 um since 1994 i should say everybody that they're announcing has been a staple to the game since like they're not giving us anybody new that is uh you know gradually getting me hyped for the game at this point like give me somebody brand new that has not been in the game okay That's what you want to get. And then furthermore, the more important part that I want to know is what system is it going to be available for? Obviously, I can guarantee it's going to be available on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation as well. I want to know if this is going on the Switch because the Switch needs a brand new King of Fighters game. And that is the one thing that they have not spoken about yet. And that's kind of disappointing to me. Uh, as of yet so it's like they're dragging this on ever so much and we have heard nothing yet we just hear everything from the releases and such so let, let me get let me know more about that aspect rather than who's gonna be like Blueberry's been in there already Ralph Clark Le- uh, Leona Ryu Robert you know just we've heard these guys Chris Shermy from the o- Orochi team uh, Mai King you know w- these are Terry Yuri Andy, like, we know these guys, we know these guys are going to be a part of this. That's given. Keo, you know, Yuri. <laughs> we know, like, every one of these people are people that we've already seen, especially from the recent 14. So, I I, I, I dig it, but to me, it's not, like, groundbreaking is not, you know, exclusive. It's not, it's not a big deal. I need to know what system this is going to be on. And what the story is about this time and what they're going to do with this. That was my other big situation. Like, is this going to be like a no. I think the one disappointing thing about 14 for me was that it was kind of it had it out. The presentation was outdated. The presentation didn't match up to that of, you know, you're trying to compete with the likes of Street Fighter and in Mortal Kombat and such where their presentation is just outstanding. In comparison, even Tekken, Tekken Seven, presentation was awesome there. What are you guys doing to bring it to the the forefront? Because if it's anything like Samurai Showdown, that is going to be slightly a disappointment. And if you're charging a huge amount for this game, it's going to be a disappointment. Because and, and, and it depends on what features you're going to put out there, what options, what modes, uh, how big is the story mode going to be? And according to how, like, because if you're not giving me what Netherrealm Studios is giving me with Injustice or Mortal Kombat or what Capcom's giving us with Street Fighter or what Tekken is given, uh, with Namco uh, Bandai, Namco was giving us with um, Tekken 7, I don't see any justification of charging no more than maybe 30 to 40 bucks for this game. Now, maybe the roster is, is going to be robust and that's what we expect, but still not worth a $60 game. Uh, even with DLC, I just don't see it. It looks beautiful. It looks like they're going to work hard on it, but give us a damn deep, good story mode for this thing, man. We even guilty gear. I, 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 should, I should stress out guilty gear. gives us a heavy, um, you know, uh, story mode, whether you can play on it or not, What you know, still a, a, it still immerses you into the world. So I, I hope that, you know, this is all worth it. I hope that I know it's going to be a fun gameplay. I know this is going to be awesome in that aspect, but I just want something new. I want a certain nuance to the King of Fighter uh, series, so hopefully, King of Fighter Fifteen is and what they're doing right now is all leading to that. So, but I also want all of them to be safe. I wish them the best. I hope they, you know, can get through this situation. I hope that they all eventually get vaccinated as quickly as possible because there's so much rich art and culture that is very valuable in that country and i want to see them get back into the swing of things i wish them all well on that note so let's talk about games that i am so looking forward to in this month of japan uh just i said this month of japan (laughs) in this month of june um that I am looking forward to, uh, especially because this is E3 month, but these are the games that we know that is coming out that I'm definitely guaranteed going to be reviewing as the time goes by, because i got it on lock. Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, Intergrade is coming very soon. This is the 2nd of June. It's coming on the 10th, so it's next Thursday. Not only that, Ninja Gaiden uh, Master Collection also coming out on the 10th. On the 11th, Guilty Gear Strive. So I am, man, I am going to be up to my ass playing games uh, in the next couple weeks in here. Project uh, Scarlet Nexus is coming the 25th. And that also leads to the last one, the extension. The expansion, I should say. Not the extension. The expansion of Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, the Pulse of the Ancients coming June 30th. Uh, get ready because I'm going to be reviewing all of those games. As well. I am so looking forward to it. Uh, and speaking of Guilty Gear Strive, I mentioned this before, but it's officially now. The Guilty giveaway is officially on. You will have a chance to win a copy of Guilty Gear Strive for the PS4 or the PS5, courtesy of us here at Talk Time Live. Uh, go to TalkTimeLive.com right now. Fill out the form by June 7th. We will provide a password via email to the each participant and once they receive it they will need to enter the site and then answer the following questions related to guilt the guilty gear series it's going to be a random amount of questions not going to be much maybe a lot like, i think about five and it could be five based on character it could be based on history it could be of the industry of the franchise of the series or whatever it's going to be random But you will only be able to get it with the password that you'll be given. The first one to get all of those questions right will be the winner of a copy of the PS4 or PS5 version of the game. So get ready. You'll have a chance to win Guilty Gear Strive, courtesy of us here at Talk Time Live. So, folks, that will do it for this portion of the show. We're going to take a break, come back. And in our final stage review, we got two reviews here. One a virtual fighter ultimate showdown and a replay review of power rangers power of the grid boy do i got to talk about that game and better late than never we'll do that right after this gentlemen welcome to the final stage of this show we're going to review two games two fighting games if you will uh, one of which i've actually reviewed in 2019 but it warrants another replay and another review due to the recent updates and upgrades that this game has provided uh, so i'm going to talk about that but before i do that one i'm going to review virtual fighter 5 ultimate showdown uh, this is a, another upgraded version from its previous versions of Virtual Fighter 5, but this time under the realm of the people who brought you Yakuza, Ryu Ga got, got Gotoku, which is the people behind Yakuza, and AM2 uh, Studios, of course, you know, Yu Suzuki Studio, uh, they team up to revamp one of the greatest fighting games of all time. Uh, for those who don't know, Toshihiro uh, Negoshi is the former protege of legendary game developer Yu Suzuki who once worked with him under the am Sega's AM2 Studios uh branch and they actually uh you know Yu Suzuki is the man behind uh Virtual Fighter uh, the historical revolutionary fighting game that not only just revolutionized fighting game but revolutionized gaming period it brought That game brought us to the 3D era that we're seeing now. That's why if you ever go to the Smithsonian Museum in DC and you see an arcade cab there displayed in it's virtual fighter, it is because that game, Yu Suzuki, is the man who changed the way we play video games forever from 2D to 3D. And that was the game that started it all, that really pioneered it all. And of course, he's also known for the Shenmue series as well. While Suzuki parted ways with Sega, Nagoshi uh, would later form Ryuga Gotoku and begin to create the Yakuza series, which is considered to be the superior birth child of Shinmu in so many ways. Uh, it, it it superseded Shinmu in, in, in a lot of ways. Like if you play Shenmue 3, it it's so unfortunate and sad. It pales into comparison. I really need to get behind and understand where the story at has um, gotten to where uh, Yu Suzuki wasn't be able to be backed by Sega for that project and how the Yakuza series have really become what that game should have become now. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. Ryuga Gotoku helped give this version a new coat of paint, yet kept the same great gameplay Often considered to be one of the most technical and fluid fighting game engines ever made. And this is absolutely damn true. And in fact, virtual the virtual fighter four, like I think three or four or five, was probably responsible for you know the frame rate focus. And what I say that is because now when you when there's tournament fighting, a lot of the esport gamers now focus on the timing and the frames of each you know fighter when they fight and they pay attention to that that wasn't put to focus until you Suzuki put that in the training mode of his fighting game and it allowed you the tutorial of that is is absolutely the greatest thing ever what he did with that with that actual uh tutorial And there's no tutorial in history of games better than what this guy has done for this in such minute, intricate detail showed you how to do every move with precision and frame rate and timing and everything. And you wind up playing the game like a pro, like even if you're a novice in a game, if you go through that tutorial, it helps you and guides you to understand how everything works so well. Unlike any other tutorial mode I've ever played in any fighting game there's not one who does it better than Yu Suzuki. Guaranteed, it's so awesome. Like just to play that part of it alone is just fantastic. So I, I really enjoyed this game just for that aspect, as well as some other aspects. Um, the latest version has a legendary pack DLC, which includes the following. Um, character customization items around 2000 types. If you played Virtual Fighter 4 and 5 before, you know that they come with these awesome, really cool customizable things to make your character look exclusive. Uh, original virtual Fighter character models, about all 38 characters that are involved in there are in its original uh, polygon form that you were accustomed to from back in the day. Uh, character costumes, all 19 types. Uh, original virtual Fighter stages, that's also in polygon 3D. Uh, original virtual Fighter battle UI, virtual Fighter series background music audio, and 180 songs and a spectator stamp, all 40 types. And let's talk about the menu here. I will give this. One of the positives to this game is that it has one of the um, coolest features in the main menu. The main menu's UI is so awesome. It, It within the menu consists of the following modes, ranked match, room match, online tournament, which they're still working on, training, arcade, office Uh, i'm sorry not office versus online offline versus (laughs) also within the main menu uh is a screen which allows you to watch online matches as they are going in real time in spectator mode like you don't even have the cool part about this like a lot of fighting games you have to go into a room to watch spectator mode no they put it right in the main menu so as you're choosing to you know watch uh to see what you want to whether you want to play offline mode like arcade mode or offline battle while you're doing this a match will automatically come up and fight and it's just people online fighting so you could rather play fight yourself in 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 arcade mode or whatever or you could just sit and watch other people fight and trust me when it comes to watching you know online fighting or even ai fighting i would say virtual fighter is one of the best games to just spectate because, because of how Yu Suzuki's um, you know engine works and how the fighting is portrayed and, and whatnot, it looks like an actual real action-packed uh, see that your you know you know edge of your feet type of fight. It, it gives you really a real fight feel. So I've always loved watching AI battles or ghost battles with AI char- or um, with AI characters on Virtual Fighter because especially if somebody who really knows what they're doing, and let me tell you, I used to watch footage back in the nineties when virtual fighter came out, or even like the early two thousands when virtual fighter three, I think came out or something like that, or was that late? I forgot when that game came out, but I remember there were videos online of people from Japan playing that game. There's one in particular guy. I don't know. I Unfortunately, I don't know. remember the name, but they show video footage of him literally not only playing the game but dominating the game with using just one hand that's how sick japan used to be in terms of um in terms of like what they were doing from a technical standpoint with fighting games they like they we used to always say before esports became a thing and you know people just you know people outside of japan got better those those gamers in japan were hardcore they were so revered and now not so much the case nowadays because like you know people from around the world now game hardcore just as much as them and they give them a run for their money now but boy i tell you but in those times like you get a guy like that who could play in one hand man don't even talk to me <laughs> i ain't mean, not playing you and they deterred if i know that you're the one that that was doing that uh that video you won <laughs> so but i love the spectator mode in this thing uh now again While I praise the living heck out of Virtual Fighter, there's always been one of my biggest pet peeves about this game series, and that is the lack of story and character development. Now, you may say if you played it before that, yes, there is a story. They have a story within the booklets. They have a story within some of the websites or whatever like that. But if you didn't read any of that, you would not know that there's a story behind each one. There's a backstory behind each of these characters. Like there's a main story behind these characters. They never once Yu Suzuki never once decided to make a story mode, embedded and implanted into the actual game experience. I don't understand this to this day why he did he didn't do that. Why well, that's not a big deal to him, or Sega for that matter. I wish they would add a new game of. Uh, I, I, I think this is one of the biggest things that pissed me off about this. And, they, you know, it's like we're supposed to know that these guys are involved in something. And, no, give us a story mode for this. I mean, this was even back when he first came out, you know, because you had this and then you had Tekken, who did give us a story mode, who did give us endings, who did give us a backstory, who did immerse us into the world more and get us more involved. Not everybody's about just the gameplay. Some people really like the character development, of these games and would like to know more about them and like to know what's going on in their world. But AM, AM2 Studios never did it to this day. They only play the arcade mode. You get through the arcade mode, you play the and it's done. And it's just, it's so anticlimactic. I hate that. I so hate it. I'm not the only one either, but I, I really wish today would give it a full flesh presentation for this. And of course, because this is five, that this is not happening, this is just a revamp. So I get that, but still, if they're making, if they ever plan on making a six and if, if you know, um, if the guys behind um, Yakuza is gonna be behind it because they do such great storytelling in judgment because they do such great storytelling, dude, I want them to do a full fleshed out story for Virtual Fighter, it deserves it. It absolutely deserves it. They're charging a total of 29.99 for the full game, including the legendary DLC. I think that's a little too steep considering the lack of, you know, continuity that they have in this game. However, I should stress out that it's $20 for the full game and $9 for the extra. So in, in hindsight, it really isn't that bad, but there's a solution to this, especially if you're subscribers to PlayStation Plus and PS Now, because if you are, those, that game, that full game is available on that system now so what makes it even better about that is that if you really didn't want to pay the full price for that but you have that you can still play it i've actually played it i played it you know with a a few characters um what you don't have is the dlc but you could get the dlc separate for only $9.99 so you don't even have to do this so they kind of knew they kind of prepped for this type of thing so and to that respect i i am cool with how they did this um, just my thoughts on it. I mean, like the price to me fully, it's not exactly worth it in a sense. Um, I mean, it, it kind of is, it is kind of, I'm torn between that price. I'm really torn between that price because now, uh, nowadays we get better games for that price with more, with a lot more content with it. Um, but it looks, it looks beautiful. It looks awesome. I, I'd say the other negative to it too, is the audio because they're still using the, audio from the old game and they are just using it and when you have everything in h in in, you know hd or 4k or whatever like that and you hear the old you know voices from the dreamcast or the playstation 3 or 4 or whatever like that it doesn't match up it doesn't sync well it doesn't sound updated so i would love for them to actually do something with that too but then again this is kind of not like really a game that they're throwing you know it's kind of a throwaway game i don't even know if this is a means to make a new virtual Fighter six and maybe this is and maybe this is uh you know maybe this is their way of trying to do it and making uh, Ryuga Gotoku you know a chance to let them do it and then turn it into something really big and special because I would love for them to do that so That's why i am excited about the the uh idea of them working together and and doing this i i think from that respect yeah it's awesome uh the other negative also and it's probably the last negative i have for this is that there's no there's a lack of quest mode and kumite mode which is kind of the real meat and potatoes of the of the other games is that they you know you had this mode where not only it challenged you because it had what it was called ghost uh you know the ghost ai and which ghost ai was just data from other characters from other players around the world that challenge you so you get to you know you don't get the same type of you know um game experience or fighting experience it's not the ai doing a algorithm that is a custom no you get a whole new experience because you're facing a different type of fighter all the time so it helps you even gradually get better and that's what kind of gets you more and then you move up to different ranks and everything from there so it that was kind of the most you know um, intriguing part of the virtual fighter series is that uh, so they don't have that at least not yet and they could add it on later on I mean you never know it it, you just could be a means for more things to come so but right now, honestly, uh, it, I love the game. I thought, I think the game is absolutely great. The engine is awesome. The new, um, I love the stages. I love the, especially the cage stages. When I play Elle Blaze, which is one of my favorite characters to play in the game, um, along with the Shaolin monk as well. Uh, those are both my favorites, but now you can have, you know, you can walk up the walls better. Everything just seems a little bit more fluid in terms of gameplay in this as well. So. At that aspect alone, I enjoy it. This is a great fighter, you know, but this is mostly an online focus, uh, you know, fighter. They're, they they make it with the intent of you playing online. So that's why they only give you the arcade mode and all the stuff, which I guess, okay, if that's what way are doing it, that's fine. But overall, I still can't down this game, but so much. So if I give this a grade right now, it's gonna be a solid B because it is virtual fighter. The gameplay in itself is very strong and it's an awesome game to to play. If you're especially a fighting game fan, if you know about this game, one of the best tournament fighters ever, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Check it out if if you will, but you know, get a, get a, if you're, like I said, if you're a PS, um, PS plus subscriber or a PS now subscriber, it's already in there. So it's up to you if you want to pay the 999 for the DLC. So lastly, I gotta do a replay review and I don't do too many replay reviews. Uh, I think the last one I probably did or talked about was Avengers after coming on a PS5 and they redeemed themselves to that. So this one is gonna be based on Power Rangers, Power of the Grid. Last time I reviewed this game was in 2019. And at that time it was nowhere near what it is today. What I'm seeing today, um, I bought the game I had some expectations of it being a good fight, uh, fighter. It looked pretty good. Um, visually, it looks awesome. It always looked awesome since day one. But I gave it a grade of C due to the same problems that games like Virtual Fighter and Fighter um, Fighting EX Layers suffered from, which was um, the lack of presentation. You know, while they all provide some significant and uh, fun gameplay mechanics, they all just missing total representation or total presentation, I should say, um, to get gamers really into the universe and the characters that they built into there. Especially this being a Saban, you know, you know Hasbro type of, you know, game series. Also, during the time, Power of the Grid only had like, what, about six to eight characters if I'm correct, and they were using them for tag battles. Um, the, Arca- the arcade mode at the time was very lacking. Uh, and as a result, I was frustrated with this game because i knew it could be much much more and i said back then that if they added more characters if they did much more with this um this would be an awesome game so i stopped playing it and moved on to other games unbeknownst to me that the company nway was working on adding what they did today and i did not know well, actually i did know that they added ryu and Chun lee because you saw the you know if you're on social media you see the advertisements all the time uh of them but what i didn't realize is that they added so much more so i decided to come back on this for some reason i just felt like i needed to want to come back and see how see what how many changes they did in this game and much to my surprise they changed. i mean i what, what i've seen in this game is they, they changed this thing dramatically now with a total of twenty-three characters and an added fully fleshed-out story mode, this uh, this game has turned a one-eighty uh, for me. Um, the story, which is based around the comic series, and it takes you, it takes us to another universe where Tommy has remained evil and goes by the name of uh, Lord Dragon. And who actually kills Rita Repulsa in that world and decides to conquer other worlds, uh, trying to collect morphers from other Power Rangers and using them to, you know, to, you know, become more powerful. Basically, the story comes complete with motion comic cutscenes and voice performances from longtime veterans such as Austin St. John. And of course, everybody's favorite Jason David Frank, who is so dedicated to this series because it made him. You know, it made him to the man that he was that he is today, along with a host of others to help give uh, the much needed presentation package that fans of the series deserve. Now, and funny thing too, Jason David Frank, I don't think people understand. He was not meant to be in that series for a long time in Japan, the original Green Ranger of the original Power Rangers Super Sentai series. He died. His character died. His character. I. Here's the thing. I watched the old, I watched Power Rangers before it ever hit America through tape trading. So I watched this, I saw this. And the Green Ranger over there, he was temporary. He died, it was very dramatic. Like the way that they they produced and filmed the Power Rangers in Japan was way different than the kiddiest version that Saban did in America. And that's why I never did like the the Saban version because people died in the, in, in the one in Japan. It, it, it had a more theatrical feel to it whereas this one had Balkan skull which I know people like Balkan skull in there, but they were just a very ideal of what this show was not intended just like they did with Sailor Moon you know the original from the classic and Viz came along and said no we're giving we're doing it as it was meant to be I wish they would have did the same thing for Power Rangers here uh because it, it definitely it, it would probably have attracted a lot more people at the time now we call that the CW in the Arrowverse so the way that this was um done it was uh it was just uh, I really really appreciate it I was very surprised and very happy and the way that they did the story mode is really unlike I've seen in other story bowls before too for example you can fight in the story and then it completely cuts away to a dialogue scene or a cut scene or whatever like that and it gives it a more dramatic flair to it and I like that I like that because you don't expect it to happen and you're into the game and you just get to a certain, you, you take the, um, you get their health gauge down to a certain level and all of a sudden the cutscene comes in. So you automatically got through that stage. It's awesome. I really like that. Not only that, this game did a major, major, major positive when adding Ryu and Chun-Li into the game, uh, into, yeah, and, and, and add them to the story. Cause they did something that I often make a, a big fuss about with other fighting games. Um, they actually included them into the story universe and gave them their own in-depth story mode within arcade mode because if you play as any other power ranger or, or villain you don't they don't they have somewhat of a story mode but almost like in, this, in in the same format as um street fighter alpha where you get to the mid-level boss and you get to the end boss and you have a dialogue going in whereas ryu and Li has a fully fleshed out story mode of their own that they're in here as well. And it connects to everything that's going on in, in, um, in the world of, you know, Power of the Grid. This made me so very happy as this is a constant problem I have with fighting games, as I mentioned, um, that invites other characters in the franchise. I'll mention this. I talked about this with, um, with, uh, what is that? Um, Tekken. I mentioned this with um, other games as well. The only games that I said that does it right is, uh, which is Realm and uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice series. They are the only ones that does it right. Like, if, you, if you're bringing in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Injustice, that, you damn sure better make sense of that. You know, if you're bringing in Spawn into Mortal Kombat, you damn sure better make sense of it. And they do. Credit to this company and this franchise. They did it the same way as well. When you got a company like, you know, working with uh, Capcom and you got this legendary iconic characters, like, Ryu and Chun Li, you got to do them right. You got to you got to do them right and give them justice here. On top of that, Street Fighter fans have the opportunity to not only play as the two favorite iconic characters, but you can also uh, play them using the tra- uh, the traditional move set as opposed to the melee combo centric you know system that they have for all the other characters. So you could do the quarter motion you know fireball you know deal for that. You could do the charge. Uh, motion for chun Li's spinning bird fist i mean like a uh, spinning bird kick i should say and all of that is there it's just all it so you, it makes you feel very comfortable instead of just doing combo systems i mean they have combos with it still but if you're doing a dragon ball i mean a fireball you do it the way that you're used to um it's it's really cool i really appreciated what they did if i had any negative about this game at this point it will be how they're relying on you to be on the internet and be connected to the internet even if you could play the game offline or even in airplane mode but it will constantly try to connect reconnect you on to play all uh to play online even if you're playing offline which I don't like at all because a connect screen will pop up every single few minutes to try to force you to get back online which can be a turnoff it could be annoying downright but overall this is a much improved game since i originally played it and it net na- which now provides a lot more in terms of replay value uh while this is not the best sentai super sentai game i've ever played i'll get that one to common writer that i've reviewed last year um this is the best power rangers game that i've played up until this point so as a result the grade that i will change which was from a c is now going to be a B a solid B and I would have made it actually a B plus but that offline that that uh reliance on trying to get you online all the time that's a that's a big turnoff because the the problem is is that it comes on during while you're fighting and you're still and you're still fighting but the screen is on and you can lose you can you could almost lose the match because this thing's flashing up on you so they need to that part right there they need to fix and but otherwise I enjoy this game. I appreciate their efforts for this and I'm glad that they were able to do better. And it looks like they, they could be adding more characters in there too, because it's an odd number full of people and they have a tag battle, oh, excuse me, a three on three tag battle format. So um, kudos to them, kudos to them for that. I, I, I enjoy playing a game now. And I think if you haven't checked it out yet, and if you're a fan of Power Rangers, I think now is the time to check this game out. So there you have it folks that will do it. this episode of select start thank you guys so very much and again thank you for all of the downloads that we got from uh the amanda c miller we almost broke our monthly record of downloads because of that and hopefully we can do it again hopefully we can get up to that level that level on air so uh it was it was pretty awesome but again we got a lot going for us this week baby (laughs) this is this june this june month is going to be crazy between e3 And June Metaverse uh, week coming up next week, it is gonna be fire as all hell. So uh, this Sunday, you know, we talked about this on the interview I had with Amanda C. Miller uh, in regards to Neon Genesis Evangelion on Netflix and the bad rap that it got. And you guys remember, I talked about this a long time ago, but I was thinking, I was thinking while, after I did that, um, I did that interview, I never got a chance to re-watch that series, the Netflix version of the series, because I was so disgusted with what they did and the, how they just dropped it on us that, you know, they changed the, the, the music, they changed the voices, all the actors are different and they didn't prepare us for it. But now it's been a while and I think it may be time to check it out. I may actually look into this. Give it a try, give it a chance. It is still one of the greatest anime series of all time because of the subject matter. And I just put out something today uh, on our ACMG Facebook uh, group. I've been putting out a series of, um, you know, um, I guess you could call them memes saying, What has anime taught us? One of them was Mental Health Matters, and it's because of that series. So I may give this series a try again. You know, it's about like, I think it's about like 13 episodes or 23 episodes. I forgot how many episodes it was, but it's one of the greatest uh, series of all time. And it warrants another look at with another, with just a refresh feel. I'm more prepared because I know now that there is a new cast and everything there. So I'm going to, I'm going to just give them a chance. But back then, I understandably so for all fans who of the old series, because they did an absolute, absolutely incredible job in that series i'm willing to look at this again i'm thinking about it i'm trying to wait i'm 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 trying to weigh in on whether i should and i think that's going to be the discussion there so we'll talk about that whether i do it and whether i'll you know check it out there but um also get ready because the repop metaverse returns with um Epop Metaverse Week or June Metaverse Week I should say coming June 7th to the 13th as I mentioned before in the beginning I will be hosting another series of anime from the cast of That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime uh Bleach Legendary Bleach and the also iconic and legendary Sailor Moon and I, of course I will have a live stream trivia show with the cast of Sailor Moon on June 9th so if you're a fan of the series definitely check it out go to findthemetaverse.com for that and also exclusive merchandise and much much more to keep up with when all of these events will be coming so stay tuned for that as well so until then that'll do it for me on behalf of myself this is Dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out of here take care and i will talk to you guys sunday